and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Please join me as I share the body, mind and soul approach that helped me to lose over 150 pounds of weight after over 30 years of countless failed dieting, starting from age nine. I am a qualified nutritional therapist, low-carb expert, stress management consultant, sleep mindset, psychology of weight loss, holistic fertility, fasting and coaching. I'm also a writer, blogger, and in a previous life, I practiced as a qualified lawyer. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. In the last episode, we talked about rocking your current size instead of waiting until you have lost all the weight to make the best of dressing for the body you have right now. Today, I would like to talk about the quest for perfection and whether the perfect body even exists. Spoiler alert, no, of course the perfect body does not exist. Some of the most body insecure people I've ever come across have media type perfect model-like bodies and even them have problems with their various parts of their bodies. And when I decided to record this episode, I asked a very good friend whether I could share her story. She got very emotional and replied that if her story could help even one person, then her pain will be totally worth it. She also insisted that I could use her real name but I've chosen to preserve her privacy and so I will simply call her Lucy. Lucy is one of those ladies that you simply can't help but love and she's as beautiful inside as she's on the outside and in my eyes, one of the most amazingly beautiful people I know. And a few years ago, her marriage unexpectedly ended and she found herself single and facing a world of dating apps and online dating to try and meet a significant other. And chatting with her one day, I could sense something was wrong by the monosyllabic answers I was getting. So I asked whether she was okay and whether there was anything I could do. And she said yes and asked if I could speak. So we then had a very long conversation, which was a real eye opener for me. She was having an incredibly hard time dating, feeling rejected, dejected, and blamed it all on her body issues and self-esteem issues. I was totally floored by the conversation because this was a beautiful, and I mean stunningly beautiful lady, confident, high-achieving, kind, loving, wonderful, wonderful person. And if I had to pick three, well, okay, if I had to pick three to five people in the real world who I would say have perfect bodies, Lucy would have been in my top three or top two even. She was that stunning. And yet she was telling me that she felt she was too skinny, that she had done a lot to gain weight, and she simply couldn't gain weight. 
She felt judged by people because society is so focused on talking about weight loss. People dismiss or belittle her concerns or comments about wishing to gain a bit of weight. And she felt insensitive even talking to a very good friend like me because she knew all about my weight struggles. Kind of felt like she would be rubbing it in if she was complaining about being skinny, knowing everything I'd gone through to just try and lose a bit of weight and how I will struggle with weight issues for the rest of my life. That's just my reality. And she genuinely believed that men she was attracted to wanted to use the expression she used, and I'm just going to quote her, women with some meat on to hold on to. And she felt that if she wasn't so slim, online dating would have been easier for her. And I digress to say that as we discussed in episode 22, online dating is very hard for everyone, regardless of your looks. Lucy also felt that she would have done better at her profession and be taken much more seriously if she was less attractive. And that conversation, like I said, floored me as I couldn't believe that someone I'd known for that long and felt that I was very close to was sobbing her eyes out, talking about issues she felt that strongly about. And all the years I'd known her, I would compliment her on various things, not knowing anything about those deep seated unhappiness about her body. If Lucy, who seemingly had a perfect body, felt that desperately unhappy about her body, surely the perfect body doesn't exist. And just in completion on Lucy's story, I'm very happy to report that she feels she's now in a very happy place in life. She didn't meet her person online, but reconnected with an old friend fell in love, they got married, had babies. She gained the extra pounds she had always wanted, changed jobs, and is genuinely very, very happy with her life. Which brings me to the question I asked at the beginning of this episode, and which we kind of touched on in the last episode. Does the perfect body even exist? And the answer, of course, is there is no perfect body. Our job is to accept the here and now, be grateful for the body we have right now, grateful for all the things our bodies have done for us in the past, the things our bodies are doing for us right now, the things our bodies will continue to do for us in the future. Be grateful, very, very grateful. Even though our bodies have been abused with bad food, bad lifestyle choices, we're still here. And accept the here and now whilst working every single day to be a better version of ourselves that we're all aiming to be. And every single day we are bombarded by images or photoshopped images, I hasten to add, of what women should look like in real life. Social media is full of images of what men and women should look like and these are fake images only attainable with plastic surgeries and digital fakes and yet we are now living life when women and young girls and I mean especially young people are starting to believe that they need to look like people on Instagram or beautiful people on TV programs like Love Island when the truth is that those looks are unattainable for majority of people 
And even people that look like those pretty photos that have been doctored have imperfections too. No one is perfectly happy with their body. If that's what you're aiming for, I am so, so sorry. It's not a good thing to aim for. We kind of need to embrace our imperfections and just realize that nobody is perfect. And also, I guess another question is whether the benefits of weight loss outweigh such imperfections you get when you lose weight, such as having loose skins, wrinkles, stretch marks, or whatever imperfections we deem ourselves to have. And the answer, of course, is yes, 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 100% yes. And we'll talk more about those imperfections from weight loss later on on this episode. So I would say be very proud of all your achievements. And the reality is that some of the issues caused by weight gain have good solutions. Some of them you just have to live with. But just be very proud of what you've achieved by losing the weight. Liposuction, for instance, will suck out fat, but the fat will return with its brothers, sisters, cousins, aunties, uncles, and its whole extended family if you revert to the poor habits that you were trying to suck out in the first place. Also, and I guess this is even more important, there's been a recent research which shows that liposuction may not deal with the metabolic nature of tummy fat. And this means that those risks of metabolic illnesses such as diabetes, strokes, high blood pressure, fatty liver, and even some cancers will still exist if you take the shortcut of liposuction instead of dealing with the fat by making changes with foods and your lifestyle. This effectively means that liposuction is just a pointless exercise in vanishy without crucial health benefits, unlike the healing you get from eating low-carb foods and making the sort of lifestyle changes we talk about on this podcast. Every single year, and this is really, really so sad, every single year we're reading the papers or we even know people who are friends of friends or just people we work with or colleagues or whoever, And we read about people who have died during or after tummy tuck operations. I guess a question to ask right now, is the quest for perfection worth making their children motherless, their husbands widowers, their wives widows, or their poor parents bearing their children? Of course not. And I'm not trying to just exaggerate the risks involved. What I always say to people, if you think those kind of operations are risk-free, what about all these celebrities? And I mean really, really, really rich celebrities who have died after tummy tuck operations. And what comes to mind right now is Kanye West's mom. What if with all the money that would have been available, those risks still were not eliminated? Talk less of someone like you and I who are just ordinary people going to ordinary doctors perhaps rather than the best of the best. I don't know the circumstances of Kanye West's mom dying. I just know it was related to a tummy tuck operation. So please don't quote me if I'm wrong. 
Many times women and men come to me and they're very, very conscious of their big tummy. Some people want to have six packs. Some people just want to have a flat tummy. And like we've discussed in, on various episodes, six packs are made in the kitchen, not in the gym. You cannot out exercise a bad diet. And like we discussed in episode 15, the role of exercise and weight loss, you can exercise from morning until night, especially if you're a woman. If you don't change your eating, you'll simply injure your joints that lose significant weight. I appreciate the fact that people are worried about their big tummies and they want to do something about it. And also, tummy fat, like we've discussed in various episodes, is probably the most dangerous kind of fat because of its position and the fact that it's a metabolic fat that can also result in so many illnesses like diabetes and strokes and high blood pressure, which we've already discussed in this episode. So I really, really, really appreciate that people want to do something about their big tummies. Exercising is not the solution unless you make changes in your food and lifestyle. Also, you can't exercise your liver. That fatty liver will only reverse with the food you eat. You can only effectively target specific areas like the tummy with exercises when you've generally lost excessive weight. Sometimes I see people and they're killing themselves with press-ups and sit-ups and all types of tummy exercises. When they still have significant amount of weight to lose, that is just, I'm very, very sorry to say, almost a waste of time because until the excessive fat is tackled, it's gonna be difficult to lose anything substantially from the tummy area or to exercise in a way that shows some definition or flattens the tummy or anything. But once you've then lost those excessive fat, you can then have some good exercises like the sit-ups, the press-ups, planks, crunches, and walking generally and core strengthening exercises. Because it's difficult to target what you're doing, general exercise like walking will actually Tighten up every part of your body, not just the tummy or just the legs. All right, but lose the weight first, then up your exercise regime to work on toning and staying strong. Again, like we've talked about, exercise is great, but it's not a solution to weight loss when you have excessive weight to lose. All right, so let's talk about some other imperfection that women and men tell me about all the time and also some of the imperfections that come from weight gain or weight loss and sometimes you have that wobbly untoned underarms like the bingo wings and I know this can be such a worry for so many people and you're hiding behind clothes and not going sleeveless I totally get it. My arms, I don't, well, yeah, they are what they are, but I am also hiding in cardigans because, you know, they're not perfect, but it's all right. Weight lifts and weight bearing exercises like dumbbells, press ups, and planks as well can help with those bingo wing underarms. Also, fasting can also help through a process known as autophagy, where the body effectively cleans up house by getting rid of bad cells and creating new cells. And if you keep doing intermediate fasting or extended fasting, 
even after you have reached maintenance, your body composition will continue to change and change and change and things will continue to tighten up or turn up. Even when you're the same weight, you will just look different. You just look so much smaller, even at the same weight, just because the body is still doing some work when you're not in weight loss mode anymore. People also worry about stretch marks, which can be caused by sudden growth or sudden weight gain or even weight loss. And again, if that bothers you, keep working on mindset and acceptance accepting the fact that you did great by losing all the weight and start to view this as your tiger stripes of survival you did great you know it could be childbirth it could be weight loss it could be just life but you did great and if what you've got to show for doing amazing job are some stretch marks there are more important things to worry about in life just try as much as you possible to accept this and I know it's difficult I know it's difficult but just keep trying and learn to be proud of those stretch marks because seriously you have done an amazing thing by losing weight be proud of that achievement be very very proud of yourself if someone doesn't find you attractive because you've got stretch marks they have the problem not you and they're probably not your person remember that rejection is protection if someone decides to walk away, let them walk away because you don't know what the universe is protecting you from. All right, so some stretch marks might fade over time, some won't. And I know I've said it before, just try not to let them bother you. And you may have some solutions to them. There are people who have found solutions using stuff like coconut oil or aloe vera oils or cocoa butter or bio creams or vitamin A and retinoid creams. And of course, there are beauty or surgical interventions like microdermabrasion, which removes layers of skin. All right. So again, when I talk to people, they tell me about how they're bothered by the fact that they've got wrinkles and they've got wrinkly necks. As we all get older, we're going to get wrinkles unless you want to keep filling your body with chemicals from Botox. Um, I say again, acceptance, accepting the here and now. All right. So Generally with wrinkles, avoid junk food that cause inflammation, which will also hasten the aging process. And next week, we'll deep dive into aging. I would also advise to get good nutrients from good food like beef and liver and those dark green vegetables such as broccoli, spinach, kale, greens. Drink a lot of water and increase omega-3 intake from oily fish and avocados also spinach green leafy vegetables and some seeds and nuts such as flaxseed or chia seed walnuts almonds brazilian nuts also foods that support collagen repairs and vitamin c we'll talk about vitamin c in a future episode because the obvious are citrus fruits but there are other sources of vitamin C such as bell peppers and Brussels sprouts, chilies, cauliflowers and so on. We'll talk about vitamin C in a future episode. Collagen repair food and amino acids will include things like beef, 
beef and other red meats, chicken and other poultry, seafood like oysters and shrimps and prawns, bone broth, eggs, kale, red peppers, broccoli, asparagus, avocado, all the good stuff, all the good stuff. Also, potassium rich food like spinach and broccoli and mushrooms, tomatoes, cucumbers, leafy green, kale. I would also recommend at least a weekly exfoliation. It's also a good idea to have good day and night moisturizers which you can use after your daily cleansing or cleaning, especially on your face. All right, so again, people tell me they're worried about loose skins. And this really, I know this is tough, and depending on whether your body has completely lost elasticity or still has some if you're young and in your 20s and you haven't had a very long history of being overweight, chances are your body has retained elasticity and as you lose the weight, everything will tighten up. But if you've had a really, really long time of being overweight or like some of us up and down and up and down and up and down, you may have lost the elasticity and it might be difficult to repair. Again, do not despair. I have seen some magical things happen with loose skins, even when it's looked impossible. Generally, with loose skin, general exercise, aerobics, and weight-bearing exercises can turn up various parts of the body. Also, I've seen some magnificent differences from fasting. And again, autophagy comes into question, where the body repairs itself and gets rid of the bad and makes new good cells and continues to tighten up everything including loose skins and once you reach maintenance if you keep eating well the body will keep healing itself and repairing and getting better and tightening the loose skins and everything will get so much better also collagen repairs which we talked about earlier if the problem is huge surgical intervention might be the only realistic option but if you're a healthy bmi but have generally untoned body i would generally advise an increase in exercise weight-bearing exercises aerobics walking and also if you're already in maintenance or you're healthy bmi and you're still worried about various aspects of your body it might be time to step up your exercise regime and eat adequate proteins can also help in maintenance to tighten up everything all right so people also tell me about having varicose veins and this can also be caused by weight gain exercising can help it can also help sometimes to just keep the affected parts of the body elevated when you're resting. Or medical intervention with things like compression socks or even surgical removal. Also, there's a process where they use heat to seal off the affected veins and various things where a special form is used to close the veins. Take home today from this episode, I will say Keep working on mindset, keep working on acceptance, keep working on thanking your body for all it does for you every single day and for all it's done for you throughout the years that we have abused our bodies with bad food and bad lifestyle choices, we're still here. Be very, very, very proud of the fact that you're here trying to make a difference to your life you're losing weight or you've successfully lost the weight, you've increased your lifespan, you've made it easier for you getting older, you have done so many great things 
that if you've got some stretch marks or some loose skin, what does it really matter in the biggest scheme of all the amazing things and all the amazing health benefits of weight loss? Everybody have got some problem with their body. Some people have huge issues with their body, so much so they don't even want to get out of their house. Let's just try as much as possible to accept and love ourselves and love who we are now. And of course, keeping it real, accepting the here and now doesn't mean that if you're unhappy about various aspects of your body, to do absolutely nothing about that unhappiness. That's not what this podcast has been all about. What I'm saying is, yes, you're unhappy about various things and you are doing the work to improve the things you're not happy about. However, accept the here and now, be happy and thankful to your body for all you've achieved and continue to do the work to improve various things. Accept the here and now whilst working to be the better version of yourself that you wish to be. I hope this episode of the podcast has answered that question. Does the perfect body even exist? No, it doesn't exist. We're all imperfectly perfect and that's perfectly okay. If there's somebody out there who doesn't like you or admire you or fancy you just because you're not perfection, that person is probably the wrong person for you. And also, we've all got some issues of something that it's not perfect about our bodies. If you look at models, if you look at the so-called Instagram beauties or even the beautiful people on TV, everyone has got something that they're dealing with and something that they're not entirely 100% happy about. So if you've been trying to achieve the perfect body, it really, really is a good way to make yourself unhappy because those things and those images that we're bombarded with are not real. Real women have all sorts of flaws and imperfections as do real men as well. I'm not saying be unhealthy or remain on an unhealthy weight because nobody can be perfect. That hasn't been what this podcast has been about. I'm saying if you know you have to work hard on something, keep working hard on, on whatever you need to work hard on. But also accept the here and now. Love the hell out of the body you have right now. Accept that you're not going to be perfect. Accept that even if you lose all the weight, there are still going to be aspects of your body that will not be perfect. And that's perfect okay. Yeah, I know I'm using the word perfect, 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 but hopefully imperfection, perfection, hopefully that just makes that point that we all have something or the other that we are not crazy about on our bodies and that is perfectly okay. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. I look forward to seeing you next week on next week's episode. Take care and bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. If you like this podcast, please do me a huge favor and like, subscribe, share with your family and friends, and please review this podcast so that other people can find us. Please see our show notes for any links referred to in the episode. If you wish to connect with me on social, 
my instagram is bells low carb world that is b-e-l-l-e-s low carb w-o-r-l-d i hope you join me next week for the next episode of the holistic weight loss and lifestyle podcast have a fantastic week and thank you this podcast is for informational purposes only This podcast does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Thank you.